0: Welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast, the podcast where real talk meets the
1: chaotic beauty of modern motherhood. I'm Kendra and I'm Nicole. And together we're diving deep into the unfiltered truths of navigating life as millennial moms.
0: Join our community as we share the laughters, tears, and triumphs, discussing
1: everything from diaper dilemmas to relationship realities. So get ready for a raw and relatable journey through the roller coaster of life and motherhood this isn't your typical podcast it's an invitation to connect with us share and celebrate the messy marvelous adventure of raising the next generation
0: welcome back to another episode of somebody's mama podcast today we have such a fun episode we're going to be diving into emotional intelligence
1: yes emotional intelligence is really the heart of a relationship because there's so many different components of it and today we're going to be breaking down a lot of those components for you guys and just a little housekeeping we may be looking down because we do have our notes because we want to give you guys the most accurate definitions tools and tips Uh, we really kind of thought this out so we want to make sure we are giving you guys the best
0: right and not just (laughs) good tips today we're also going to be tying in love is blind into some of our thoughts when it comes to emotional intelligence because the show if you haven't watched (laughs) it you don't even have to watch the show to know if you watch it or haven't watched it yeah you're gonna get all the tea here and new episodes are actually coming up oh is this today today? yeah (laughs) (laughs) so perfect we can get you all caught up on the emotional intelligence of the cast or not the cast but some of, some the, of people, the cast yeah, members some yeah of the people in particular yeah and if you're like us then you are already knee deep into the craziness of this show it's
1: a okay? pretty good season so far yeah. like
0: how they keep outdoing every season
1: but last season to me was terrible I, I only say that because none of the couples worked
0: okay so word on the street is it was terrible because they had to cut out another couple oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah. i did see that i did see that it probably
0: was real good
1: because they said a lot went on with that specific couple but they had to cut it out because of legal reasons and stuff like that yeah
0: so they had to cut a bunch of scenes because of legal reasons
1: but the show it's just like you go on the
0: show and you already know what what it's about so why are you? Some
1: people, because like, clearly Clay said that he ain't <laughs> ever watched before. I'm like, why would you come on a show like this and you've never seen it before? And
0: why are you uh, drinking your soup like
1: that? Oh my gosh, we're gonna get to we're okay. So we're not gonna be breaking down the full episode right. in this episode, but. Um, I mean, the full season in this episode, but we will be touching on some of the key components because it's a good case study for what we're talking about today. So just to start, we're going to start with the definition of emotional intelligence, just in case you guys didn't know. Yes. Um, emotional intelligence is the ability to manage both your own emotions and understand the emotions of the people around you. Um, there are five key elements, and we're going to go over some of those elements today. Um, but some of those key elements are self-awareness and one of the couples that I noticed that we noticed as just you know just kind of like talking about it um that lack that self-awareness I would say within Laura I think his name is Jeremy
0: oh yeah
1: Laura (laughs) she lacks self-awareness or maybe she knows and she just doesn't care because it seemed like when her family was speaking about her Mm -hmm. like they're fully aware how she is and they were almost kind of like you know good luck like you know yeah. you found if you found somebody who could put up with you you know go ahead girl I keep
0: them because um she just doesn't i feel like she doesn't care about other people's feelings yeah she um really selfish in yeah. a lot of ways like she has no empathy she yeah. just just says what she says and hopes for the best and yeah i feel like she tries to act like she's sarcastic or right. she has sarcasm yeah but it's like you have no self-awareness no. of um, what
1: you're
0: saying and the impact of what you're saying.
1: Right, and she just kind of like downplays it. Yeah. She downplays it within her relationship, but yeah. also with the girls. So, if you guys have watched already, you know the scene where they were on the beach and mm-hmm. all the couples were out there and she goes, or her husband, or her her guy, Jeremy, he goes and spills the, bean about, the beans about things that she said, no pun intended, with the bean dip. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so they have that whole little situation and she basically just downplays it and she blames him and she's like i don't know why he would say that like we're yeah. just talking about it amongst each other but it's not a big deal anyway he just blew away out of proportion when it's like you're talking about my body right you know in regards to ad if you looked at her face she looked like girl what are you talking about girl, like did you
0: even joke like that about him basically
1: essaying her yes that's crazy
0: wait sorry you're
1: good thanks get me girl (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like why would you even joke about it like referencing my body first of all i feel like a lot of the cast are like overly sexualizing her but she kind of playing into it too yeah but um you know it's weird for you to be talking about that to your fiance Yeah. and then him for him to say it out loud was like (laughs) come on
0: you're like you didn't have self awareness either to not say that out loud,
1: and then she didn't have empathy for Ad because she was trying to tell her, "Well, I didn't like that, and neither did my fiance," and she was just still brushing it off. She's like, "It it wasn't a big deal. I don't I don't understand why he would even say that. Like it was amongst us. Like it was a joke. Clearly, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And like just because you make a joke about something doesn't mean make it right.
0: Mm-mm, it really doesn't." And the fact that she went back to the room and was like, why would you throw me under the bus? Like, like you know, she's yeah. all upset. Ma'am, that was your own fault. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. The crazy part was, I understand they've been in the pods for whatever time, right? Mm-hmm. But you really don't know this man. Right. So the fact that you got... Like, you just let that out. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's it's a mess. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think they do feel like they know each other because they talk, I don't, child, I think they talk to each other for 10 days or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's Um, but but say it's for hours. Yeah, time. I can imagine when you're talking to someone for hours, you feel like you really know them. And then there's just certain people that like, when you meet them, you automatically get super comfortable with them enough yeah. to just kind of like be yourself. But I feel like with this, like, she was embarrassed, yes. but instead of her just owning up to it and saying, "I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have made it. That was a bad joke, yeah. and I apologize for him," you know, saying that in front of your fiance, I can imagine like how embarrassing like, that is. Clean for it you. up, man. Clean it up. Clean it up. She just didn't. It. It. She didn't care. The no. only thing she cared about was like herself. Like yeah. you said, selfish. Very selfish. Backpedaling. Mm-hmm. She had no. Emp- yeah, she had no empathy. Mm-hmm and then she couldn't regulate herself she just no. couldn't let it go she was just going on and on and on where she couldn't be aware of how it was affecting everybody else that was sitting there yeah. like clay was uncomfortable the guy who said it jeremy was uncomfortable ad mm-hmm. was uncomfortable the other girl who was listening to the conversation i forget who was sitting there she was uh, everybody, everybody was got, uncomfortable everybody
0: got stiff everybody got awkward and um like you just said too another big thing about emotional intelligence is self regulating yeah and she she was all over the place she was not able to self-regulate but you know something i think is interesting when it comes to self-regulating for emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. i feel like none of the cats has kids yeah. And I feel
1: like you except was, for well, she's not. Well, she's in the gone, but, yeah.
0: I feel like if you don't have kids, you don't understand the depths of self-regulation. Yes,
1: that is when you're truly put to the test.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. because kids have no self-regulation. You have to teach it to them.
1: Yeah, and you have to model it.
0: Yeah. And
1: you have to you that have to model it <laughs> <laughs> that is the hardest part is modeling because. Yes. You can tell your kids, all, we all know, you can tell yeah. your kids all day, but they are going to respond the way you respond sometimes. Right. And if you respond with yelling and like being out of control, that's the way your kids are going to be. Yeah. And so I also take that into
0: consideration for the cast because mm-hmm. they really, oh, it, they, they really don't understand the depths of self-regulating. Yeah. And most of the cast is pretty young too. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that, um, ad does a good job of self-regulating
1: yeah because clay the things that come out of that boy's mouth i'm just like but it's all over her face but she she does do do a good job of like not i believe that she thinks about what she says before she says it because you can just see her brain going like in the clips where she's just kind of like (laughs) like and then her lashes
0: be Oh, Her eyebrows, me. them lips. She was like, <laughs> hmm. like, boy, what are you talking about? Like, And she does a good job of um, like re-saying what he says. Yeah. But but in a question form. Right. And gives him the opportunity to like, acknowledge wait, what did I just say? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she does, I feel like she does such a good job of self-regulating. Yeah. Even when she sat down
1: with um Clay's mom and yes, sister. Yes, yes. And when she took that shawl off, okay because she got a little hot <laughs> she, a little she was hot. she was cold <laughs> at first and then the, the mom was taking his side and yeah. she's like wait a minute wait a minute let me take this the energy is
0: off so the what you're saying
1: <laughs>
0: but then the clip then she had it back on I was like oh y'all did a little bit of editing they,
1: they did, did a bit yeah of yeah and I think Clay for sure lacks some self-awareness oh, and yeah. it's interesting because he seems to be an intelligent guy yeah like you know just as far as like his career and things like that but even I was surprised by his home
0: mm-hmm.
1: like but then you know him having the the tv on the floor and like all the other stuff on the floor and he say he'd been there for two years I was like okay here it is yeah. but like when you first walk in it's like okay you yeah. know I didn't expect that but I feel like as far as like a lot of the things that comes out of his mouth it are like, did you really just say that? Like,
0: <laughs> but I do feel like he is being honest in his sense of like, yeah. I've grown a lot in this process. Like I have, gro- like I'm growing.
1: Okay. But do you think that's genuine or you think he's saying that to convince us that he's growing? Cause he was like, yeah, yeah. I cried. You know, I, 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 I haven't cried in a long time, you know, and I cried and everything, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: and, and the. Was his name was it not jeremy but jimmy did say like before he goes in he would lock in like yeah game time. that's like, true yeah like let me lock in for game time
1: yeah and he did so, help out with that where he was saying he does kind of get in his head about stuff and like and it's funny because when i first started watching it, i like made a post on my instagram i'm like am i is this real like when he was like crying and stuff i'm like i don't know if i should I don't think I should be laughing at this because I don't know if it's real or not. But with him, I can't tell if he's being genuine. I I want I feel like he's like, I don't know. It's tough because, yeah. you know, just me being me, I feel like I he's acting a little bit. Yeah. But I want to believe that he is really like trying to like turn a leaf. But it's just the way he says certain things that yeah. make me feel like he's trying to say the right things.
0: Like he's trying to... Stay on the show. Yeah, exactly. Because TikTok was on the vision board.
1: Okay. TikTok was on the vision board. Okay. I'm like, bruh, what's really good? Like, I don't know. I feel like she's trying, but I also heard some tea that if you are on the show and you don't make it to the altar, you have to pay like a 50K fine or something like that. There's like a big fine if you quit the show without making it to the altar. Oh,
0: really?
1: Whether you say yes or no you still need to be there on wedding day.
0: Oh, so they... Kenneth and Brittany.
1: Well, we don't know if they stay or not. Oh, yeah. We
0: really don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way this show works, once they do that big group meeting, they might be like, let's give it another try. And I'm really upset that the big group meeting has not happened because it usually happens earlier in the season.
1: Right, right. And they're
0: really holding off on this big group meeting. Yeah, yeah. They're really yeah they're really holding off on it
1: but i feel like they kind of split up the season a little differently this time i feel like we got more episodes in the first like two groups but yeah but
0: that's because they didn't have to do as much editing
1: because last season was shorter that's true
0: but yeah i'm just waiting for this group meeting so
1: what about kenneth and britney so we kind of talked about a little bit earlier how britney might be an example of actual emotional intelligence
0: right she really she is a really good example of emotional intelligence and I feel like she was able to show like she gave him grace yeah like she gave Kenneth a lot of grace she gave him the opportunity even in the breakup like she gave him the opportunity to be like we're in this together like we can obviously feel that we're not feeling each other right and he was just like gaslighting
1: he us. didn't want to take no accountability no, like no. for how he was acting he was like I'm into you. I don't... I mean, you speak for yourself. Yeah. Like, like, bro. Sir, you're on your phone you're, all day. Like, and that, even before that, on the little trip or whatever, yeah. when they were sitting on that boat, mm. it was so awkward. Like, so the awkward. only thing you have to talk about is the dolphin. Was it dolphins or whales? The, dolphins, the whales? the whales. The whales. Yeah. I'm like, you can't find anything else to say to her. Like, it was so dead silent. Like, it got really strange i feel like from the moment he saw her
0: the moment he saw her
1: he was like i think he knew from her voice that she was a white girl right but i think he was expecting a different kind of white girl Oh, because i knew he had to know she was white when he he picked her i
0: think he thought like i could do this yeah And then once he saw her he was like i can't
1: and she's (laughs) super bubbly and like she's she's so nice she's really nice she's
0: really nice like yeah I don't understand how he became so cold to someone who was so nice.
1: Yeah. And I think she thought that they were on the same page. Mm -hmm. But like he kind of, he did switch up on her when they, when they like met. Yeah. He did. Or when they got, I would really say when they got back home, he really switched up on her.
0: I feel like in the show, there's always one couple that switches up because there was one last year too. Remember that guy that got mad at that girl for wearing makeup?
1: Yeah. There's always one. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with you? there's always one Uh, yeah but anyways so now we're going to kind of like break it down for you guys we're going to jump into the key elements of emotional intelligence Uh, we briefly talked about what it is um but it's basically just being in touch in touch with your feelings Mm -hmm. um it's also about how you navigate and express those um, emotions within a relationship so you know when you're in a relationship, you not only have to worry about yourself, you have to worry about the other person as well. How are the things that I'm going to say affect them? How is my attitude going to affect them? You don't think about how your actions will affect, or you don't care about how your actions will affect your other person. It's like, well, this is just how I am. You know, I've been like this. You knew I was like this when you met me and blah, blah, blah. But it's like when you really care about somebody, you should also care about how your actions affect them.
0: 100%. And you have to be aware that the mood that they are in. May not be a good time to have the conversation that you want to have. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: like, if you really want that conversation and that communication to go well, Mm -hmm. you have to be aware of the state the person, the other person is in.
1: Yeah. You got to consider it. Yeah.
0: You have to be able to consider it and consider the state that you're in. Because if you're in defensive mode and you try to bring up a tough conversation, it's not going to go well because you're not suited up, ready for the conversation, especially if you're not self-aware I feel like some people don't realize their own personal triggers yeah and when you start even if you start off being in a good like even if you start off the conversation and you're in a good mental space mm-hmm. and the other person is in a good mental space mm-hmm. you could be having that good conversation and something can just trigger you yeah conversation and you can become def- uh, defensive right and the whole conversation can just go
1: to hell right and if you don't even if you don't know what your triggers are you don't even realize it's happening while it's happening in real time right and then your person is kind of looking at you like what switched like
0: i thought we were having a conversation here.
1: (laughs) and if they say something that kind of like makes you feel like it's invalidating or um what your opinion doesn't matter Mm -hmm. or something like that if that's your trigger you're gonna go all the way left So it's important to be aware of what those triggers are so that you can communicate those to your partner and allow them to understand you better. Like that's the whole part when you are in a relationship, the whole process Mm -hmm. is learning to understand each other Mm -hmm. from their point of view and learning how to adapt to the situations when, like when you're in those conversations and situations,
0: right? And I think it also comes into play when you realize sometimes you're having a conversation with someone and you're having two different conversations. Yeah. I saw that. This is, this is I'm not even, this is a curve to the left, but there was a <laughs> video of uh, T. Rell and um, T. and Kylie Jenner's best friend. And they were on okay. a podcast uh-huh. and they were just saying, um, she was like, I, I struggled to start this business. I struggled. Oh, Heather to- Sanders. Heather Sanders. Yeah. She was like, I struggled to start this business. I struggled. And he was like, um, she was like, you weren't giving me racks to start this business. And he was just like, um, she was like, she he was like, you were working. What are you talking about? You were working at the cheesecake factory. And she was like, I didn't have a car. And he was like, the, car, the cheesecake factory was across the street. <laughs> you walked there. Right. You chose to work there. Yeah. And she was trying to feel validated that like, okay, I had all these things, but I still had to work really hard. And he was like, I wouldn't call
1: that struggle. Because struggle looks different to him. Struggle
0: looks different to him.
1: He's like, you still had a job. You, still you had a job. You had a home. Yes. And your job was conveniently across the street. Right. You didn't really need a car. You, It wasn't like you were taking the bus. Right. So struggle looked completely different for him because he probably... Grew up a different way.
0: Yes, completely different way. And so it was interesting to see them have this back and forth. And she just wanted to feel validated. Yeah. And he was just like, where's the struggle? And I watched their YouTube. So uh-huh. I know that he bought her. Her first three cars, yeah, and he invested a lot in the business. I ran
1: into them once; they were
0: super nice. No, not wow. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. just
1: lack of understanding, yeah. and and it's, sometimes it's hard to understand where someone is coming from right. when that's not your reality, mm-hmm. and when you're in a relationship with someone. You know, a lot of times we say, well, it's not my job to teach people. Da, da, da. When you're in a relationship with someone, yeah. it is your job. It, really is. it is your job to be open and honest with your partner about who you are, where you come mm-hmm. from, what your triggers are, what makes you upset, what makes you happy, what brings you joy. It is not your partner's responsibility to figure those things out. Really How is. will they ever know if you don't teach them?
0: And you're always changing,
1: constantly changing. Constantly
0: changing. So there's no way for them to even... Especially when you bring kids in the mix. There's no way for them to just actively know everything that you're into. No,
1: you have to talk about it. You have to... continue to keep each other up to date on, you know, how you're feeling. And that can come through like just having regular conversations. Like I know my husband and I we talk about everything. And one thing that um when I met my husband, I told him, you know, we kind of talked about like what we wanted and things like that. And I said, I want to be married to my best friend. Like mm-hmm. I want to have a partner who I can talk to about anything right. that they're the first person I want to call, they're the first person that I run to for everything like yeah you know, regardless of who else I have in my life. And that's something that we built because we both had the desire to do that. And it helped us to really get to know each other Mm -hmm. and who we are, what our triggers are, what our desires are, what makes us happy. Mm -hmm. And when you know those things about your person, it's easier for you to practice that emotional intelligence.
0: Yeah, because you're able to effectively communicate. Yeah. Because... I feel like communication is something that's always get thrown. It always gets thrown into the mix or always gets like, you have to be able to communicate. Communicate this, But what does that look like? Yeah. What does that (laughs) look like? And it takes a lot of practice too. It does. It takes a lot of practice. And I think people underestimate how much you have to actually talk to the person. And listen. And listen.
1: Active listening. Uh,
0: Yeah. Active listening. And you know what? Something is, um, when you start to learn your partner, right. Mm-hmm. Something that I had to do was I started to realize that my partner, just seeing my phone mm-hmm. was a trigger mm. because earlier in our relationship, I did a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. So just seeing my phone nearby, he's like, Ugh. he'd be like that any second she could pick up that phone. So now uh, what I do is I kind of like, if he starts to talk, I'll just like throw my phone. I love it. And it's able for him to just open up and be like, she threw her phone, so now yeah. he just have to just, just be able to open up and right. be able to just He's not spill. worried
1: about you coming to pick it up or let me send this text real quick or let right. me, whatever, yeah. Or
0: an email come in or a work. People yeah. just think they can email you for work. They the just think the they night, night. got so much access. So much access. <laughs> oh my god. I can only call a, a client on my personal phone number. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 they hit me with a happy Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, wow. Happy
0: Christmas. Girl, not happy Christmas.
1: um but yeah being self-aware allows you to be able to communicate you know properly what your needs what your boundaries are boundaries are a really big thing even in relationship you know some people say well there's no boundaries in relationship i believe there could be boundaries in a relationship because if i tell you that this is a trigger for me right that's a boundary exactly until I work through that trigger, some triggers may never go away. Yeah. And we all have certain things. Like nobody is perfect. We all have things that we're constantly working on. But if I come to you as your partner and Mm -hmm. tell you that this is a trigger for me, that's a boundary. Mm -hmm. So if you choose to cross that boundary just to get under my skin, then, you know, reap the consequences of (laughs) of what that (laughs) is. But like, when you're self-aware and you know these things, it's okay for you to communicate. It's important for you to communicate that to your partner. Yeah. Like, and like I said before, like, not just the bad things, but what makes you happy? What mm-hmm. What do you enjoy? Because I feel There's like... good triggers. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you randomly bring me flowers, that is going to make my whole day. Like, you know, so as your partner, as my partner, you should know that. You know, cause if I'm on the phone and I'm telling you, I saw this, uh, TikTok, it was so funny where she was, um, she knew her husband was listening and she set up the camera, mm-hmm. but she was like, yeah, you know, cause my man, you know, he pays attention oh, to yeah. me yeah. and like, yeah. And so like, if I tell him I had a really bad day or something, he'll randomly bring me flowers and chocolate and, you know, like today I had a terrible day, right? you know? So, and he knows that, you know, when I have a bad day like this, You know, he's going to bring me flowers and chocolates and all these things. And so he creeped back out the house and went and got everything and brought it back. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he came. And he, the, um, the funny thing about that is he came back loud too.
1: Yeah, hey, babe. Yeah, when
0: he first came in, he came in quiet and he yeah. hearing the conversation. So before he could even say hello, she started doing her rant. Right?
1: Yeah, well, he did say her, he did call her when he first came in, but it she, was she acted like she didn't hear. It. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. She acted like she didn't
1: hear. It. But yeah, when he came back that second. Hey, babe. Hey
0: babe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was proud. He was like, yeah, I got you this. I got you that. Yeah. And it's like, Sometimes I feel like with men, they do need you to just tell them exactly what you want. Oh, for sure. And it makes them, it does still make them feel good to present that to you. Yeah. But ladies, if you're still expecting for them, we've said this a hundred times. So if you right. haven't got it by now, then you just don't want to. Right. But if you're still expecting them to read your mind, you're just setting yourself up for failure and disappointment.
0: Right. Every time. Every time
1: communicate what you want what you like what you need you know i heard it um i think did we talk about this last time about um um a lady was saying that for um just in general she has a like a running amazon wish list of like things that she likes whenever she sees something that she likes she puts it on there it doesn't have to necessarily be amazon it's just like a wish list right and they both have access to each other's wish lists. So for birthdays, Valentine's Day, anniversary, you can pick anything from the wish list.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. So this is how she shows her husband like things that she wants without, you know, being so blatant about it. She doesn't yeah. know what she's going to get off the list, mm. but at least he has a clear understanding of things that she likes. So he doesn't have to worry about her not liking it and being disappointed in it oh, and wanting to take it back. I love that. And then she gets something that she wants. Vice versa. Oh. About? Me too. I was like, I'm gonna do that. My yeah. husband, he does really good at he listens. So if I say like, and I he know be careful around him. He like yes. he like a
0: phone. If he he is. It, he's, he's gonna, gonna get it a cart.
1: <laughs> literally, literally. I said one time, oh, my favorite artist is um. He knows my favorite artist is Eric Bellinger, and he came out with the um a vinyl You're
0: right for
1: one album, and I said I would literally get a a record player just to listen to his vinyl. What's under the Christmas tree? A <laughs> <The> record <laughs> player. <laughs>
0: He's like
1: noted. <laughs> but he loves giving gifts. So he pays oh attention God. to like if I say something or whatever, with him, it's really hard because he'll say something and then he'll buy it.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm like, I'm definitely gonna steal that whole wish list idea because it, it's so hard to buy gifts for men. It really is.
0: Like it really is. it's so hard. Yeah.
1: It really is hard. To buy Especially if they're way. not into one specific thing. Like yeah. if he was into model cars or if he was into vinyls, for instance, yeah. that would be easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it. That's why we tend to do experiences.
1: I like that too. Yeah.
0: We tend to do experiences. But yeah, yeah that's, that's tough. But you know what? By being more self-aware and by being more emotionally intelligent, you're able to really deepen your connection. Yeah. You're able to really, like, get on a new level. Like, mm-hmm. something um, my husband and I were talking about the other day is we're approaching, oh, I think it's, it's a lot of years. It, 15, it was 18, 18 something. Oh, together. I don't know. If, oh, sorry. I don't know if it's 18 together. Yeah, yeah. It might be 18 together. Something. Like, it's something it's I, think, I 20. I think
1: married, you guys are, like, 15, right? Yeah. I, I want to say.
0: It's, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah.
1: It's something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, reaching two decades of knowing each other Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting how your relationship like gets deeper Mm -hmm. like how the every year like when you just sit down and think about it like how your connection Mm -hmm. gets deeper but I think it really does come from being more aware of your significant other Mm -hmm. and I think that's why people are often like You just gotta get through the hard times. Like you just have to push through. Yeah. Because if you're able to push through, Mm -hmm. like the way my spouse and I fight now, or argue, because not fight, but like argue or have disagreements, is just completely different. And it's a lot quicker. Yeah, it's a lot quicker. It's a lot quicker. A lot
1: quicker. Yeah, because you've already learned each other's triggers. You know, it's a conscious decision though. Because yeah, it really is. I feel like in an immature relationship. Yeah you when you fight or argue you are trying to go for the jugular right like you are trying to go below the belt you're Mm -hmm. trying to hit them where it hurts but when you're in a mature relationship and you really want to seek like solution right you don't do that
0: no we're right.
1: trying to get to the bottom of yeah. it as quickly as possible yeah. so we can move forward like we're not here to fight you with too much you. to lose yeah too way to too much to lose way too much to lose that's S-
0: Beyonce didn't let go. yeah
1: i'm not trying to hurt you <laughs> we on the same team but i need you to understand me yes you know and that's when all these characteristics come into play mm-hmm. especially self-regulation self-regulation and you know what the crazy thing about self-regulation
0: is like it is hard it like is. it's a different especially with kids it's just a different level of self-regulating it's just yeah. and then it's even like um with like kids when it comes to like their teachers
1: because
0: mm. every year it's a different teacher mm. and you don't want to catch a stray or you don't want to shoot them astray mm-hmm. when maybe you like you're, you you can not always be on the same place with the teacher.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think it's just so important to just teach those skills. Yeah. Um. Regardless of who the person is, Yeah. you, you, you know, I teach Kendon like just to show, always show love, be respectful. If someone is disrespecting you, you can stand up for yourself, but right. respectfully,
0: right. like, you
1: know, you don't hit below the belt. If you need to remove yourself, if they're getting you so upset that you are no longer gonna be respectful, you need to remove yourself. Yeah. Especially if it's an adult. Yeah. And if it's an adult and they are being disrespectful to you, you come get your parent.
0: Right. But these teachers,
1: Lord, yeah. These teachers. Uh, you tell you tell mommy and daddy everything, mm-hmm. but you don't be disrespectful because you're the one who's gonna get in trouble.
0: See, my thing with the teachers is like teachers, I feel like they do things and when your child comes back and tells you, your child doesn't realize like teachers will play favorites or teachers Uh will like, you know you're in the classroom right? We have a child in our classroom that is on the spectrum right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes she does things and I'm just like... The teacher. The teacher, right? And I understand like it's a lot of patience Mm -hmm. and he has like, sometimes he has an extra person in the classroom Mm -hmm. and sometimes he doesn't. But sometimes the way the other parents come in there and volunteer or the way she speaks to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to be like, if his mom was here right now, you mm. would not talk to this child like this wow. right now. And, oh, the other day, she, my child comes home. She picks a student of the day. She picks a student helper every day. Mm. Guess what, mom? So-and-so got to be the student helper today. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's his first time.
1: The first time? And the, we've been in school for over 100 days. Oh, 100, you
0: just had the 100 days. And I was just like, so livid. Because I, I volunteer in the classroom. I was so livid. Because teachers <laughs> make me have to self-regulate. <laughs> <laughs> the way I almost went off of this teacher. Oh, my god! The way I just wanted to go off of this teacher. And I want to tell his mom so bad. that yeah. I feel like I cannot
1: do that. You don't want to put red flags on you. but Yeah. I don't know. I'll be speaking up in the class, but we have been blessed to have good teachers. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it's I mean, not a good teacher. But she, she, she don't have no kids, and she, yeah, she, she needs to self regulate.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is hard. It is harder for them that don't have kids because I will yeah. say that my son's teacher sometimes I hear her get very stern with the kids as well, yeah. and I'm like. Girl, you can't say that.
0: You cannot say she that. She was
1: like, "You need to." She she's like, "No, yes. that is not okay." She yeah. she like raises her voice a little bit. Yeah. She's like, "No, that is not okay. We're not doing that. Put yeah. the put the pencil down." Yeah. yeah. And as a mom, like if I was talking to my own child, okay, cool. But you can't be talking to other people, kids like that, because you don't know. Yeah. How, what. You know, their self-regulations are or like their emotions, yeah. or you know, you just don't know, like if, if someone talks to them at home, it could be a trigger for them. Like, right. you know, and so
0: and you know what's hard about that is
1: teachers that talk
0: like that, or I understand why they have to be stern. Yeah. I get why they have to be stern. Yeah,
1: because some of them kids is just B A D. Yeah. And when <laughs> she be saying that to little so and so, I'd be like, he need to hear that because his parents don't be saying that to him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they have a hard job. I yeah. get it. They do have a really hard job. But um I, something about self-regulating is like when your child is learning how to self-regulate and they're mm. really trying hard. Something I notice is like once they get in the car, they just kind of like have that emotional release. like release of just like is this about this, and then they're just kind of like all over the place. And mm. I tried to do my best to just give my kid that space. Like mm. you just got out of class, mm-hmm. I understand you like you're tense, you're you have your emotions all over the place. Like mm-hmm. give yourself a second. Like it's okay. Like I let them know like you're feeling like a lot of different emotions yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm gonna give you that space for that. Yeah. We weren't supposed to even go
1: there. I know we, we talking outside. about kids, child, we supposed <laughs> to be talking about relationships.
0: Relationship with the relationship you have with your
1: child. Um, really quick, a tool, because we're gonna be giving you guys tools throughout as well, but another tool for the self-awareness before we keep moving forward. Yeah. Um for self-awareness is journaling and intentionally spending that time with yourself, Um, writing down your feelings and emotions, like what happened in the day. And then you can go back and read it like, dang, I kind of acted a fool today, you know, like if you're honest with yourself and I think honesty is the only way to learn to be self-aware is to really be honest and take a good look in the mirror and listen to the people around you. If the people that love and care about you are all saying the same thing they're probably not making it up. Yeah. Especially people that have known you your whole life or, you know, if they're honest with you, it is hard to find people who can be honest with you, especially if you're a person who flies off the handles or if you are, you know, you lack that self-regulation. Sometimes people just don't want to deal with it. So they just let you be who you are. And right. they say like, you know, that's just how they are. Yeah. Or they won't invite you to certain places because you cut up. Right. But, if you really want to grow, especially in your relationship, you need to be honest with yourself first. Yeah. Allow others to be honest with you without being completely defensive. It's hard to hear, you know, tough yeah. things sometimes. And
0: you really can't do any of the other stuff if you don't have self-awareness. No. Like, self-awareness is the number one yeah, number
1: one thing. For in life in general, in any relationship, yeah. like what when you're working mm-hmm. with your children, with your partner, with people in a grocery store, like, you know, if you are just out here living and you don't care about how you affect the people around you that's just not a good place to be and it's going to be very hard for you to grow in any capacity so
0: yeah and it doesn't stop like I feel like I feel like when I was younger I did a lot of personal work Mm -hmm. and then you don't stop that personal no uh -uh. you have to keep learning about yourself and you have to keep practicing being Mm -hmm. honest with yourself because the hardest conversation you could ever have is with yourself yeah and you might as well be honest to yourself
1: yeah and it takes constant effort because even like going back to parenting uh, it's hard not to because we got these kids and so um you know just being aware like sometimes i'm not perfect so i'm i may have a really hard day and i might raise my voice and immediately i'll be like i let me, mommy is sorry. I did yeah. not mean to talk to you that way. That is not okay. Right. I don't like when you raise your voice to me, so it's not okay for me to raise my voice to you. Let's sit down and have a conversation. And then, so I have to pull back. Yeah, I have to be aware of what just happened, and I have to regulate myself and my emotions, and have a conversation with my child because parent, a lot of parenting, like we talked about is modeling. Mm-hmm. And I want my son, my sons to be able to communicate their emotions, how they feel in a very respectful manner. I don't want them to feel like they have to raise their voice to get their point across for every right. little thing. Right. Now, sometimes you do have to speak up in life because you people know. don't hear you, Right. but for small things, for things that like, because in that, in moments like that, mm-hmm. It's not really what the child did. It may be the, the weight of the day. Mm. You know, things have happened back to back. I'm tired. I haven't gotten any rest. I have a laundry list of things to do. Mm. And I done told you four times to go take your socks and put them in a laundry basket. Exactly. And you just constantly, every day you come in here and you take your socks off right by the door. <laughs> and we go over this every day. And yeah. so I'm fed up today because I had a long day. But yeah. that's not your, I mean... Yeah. It's tough. it's tough because you're old enough to be responsible enough to do what I ask you to do without me having to tell you every single day. But does that warrant me going off the handles? No. Yeah,
0: that's the self regulating part. It is. That's the self regulating part. It's to be tough. Like, I can't go off the handles about that.
1: Yeah, And because it's managing your emotions mm-hmm. during conflict and challenging situations. Um, how you respond to any situation is going to determine the outcome. Exactly. If you respond in a way that is peaceful and that is directed towards a solution, you're more likely to get a solution. Right. If you respond in a way that is offensive, then the other person's going to get offended and you're not going to get anywhere.
0: Nowhere, okay. Speaking of offensive, wait, Jimmy told Chelsea I didn't really want to sleep with you.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, that came out of nowhere. It was like John, we had a baby, it's a boy. Like (laughs) he just blurted it out. Like she was
0: like, and I even, you know, I even slept with you last night, and he, I don't want to sleep with you anyway. (laughs) Girl,
1: I didn't want none of that. I was tired. I was like, oh my. God. i got so
0: embarrassed for her yeah. i got so embarrassed and she was instantly offended because he said something that was very offensive
1: and she was over here bragging about him and his pain and all this
0: and come to find out
1: and
0: i okay quickly i think that chelsea is sleeping with him and doing all this extra stuff and being super clingy not just because jimmy says that he likes that um wait hold on not because jimmy said he likes that but because she knows jess is around the corner yes and jess is a little baddie she is she's a little baddie and chelsea with that megan fox lie
1: now here's what i want to say about that really quickly she never said she looked like her and people are acting like she
0: we everybody took jumped off the cliff. Yeah, they act like she stood up there and said... Nobody felt that she should put her name anywhere near Megan Fox. That's what the people felt.
1: But when you look at the photos... The eyes and the dark hair. From this part up her friends, if you cut off this part right here. Her friends, she kind of looked like was like,
0: Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The country girl. The, the uh what's the girl they said? Oh yeah yeah. Oh I can't think I can't think of her name, her name, name, name either, either, but I they said somebody Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood.
0: No, you look like Carrie Underwood.
1: Oh my gosh. I saw this TikTok and the guy was like, it was been a lot of TikToks of wives like le- letting their husband watch and getting their responses. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like. I was gonna say she looked like Adele. <laughs> oh, he was so funny. Ooh. I gotta find oh. their page again when um the new episodes come out because he was hilarious. Oh, okay. Send
0: it to me because yeah, Chelsea, 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 and then the previews is Chelsea cuddling up to Trevor.
1: So here's the thing. So people are saying sorry, y'all. We going back and forth. Okay, Bye. so people are saying that the only reason why chelsea really picked jimmy was because he was a hot commodity because she remember she told her yeah. friends and many like yeah everybody wanted him and yeah. he chose me all the wrong reasons. yeah and it's like then you go sit at the table and tell trevor you love him and all this stuff like girl come on girl
0: girl girl.
1: Uh, anyway back to emotional intelligence <laughs> <laughs> clearly the castle love is why don't have it So yeah, in self-regulation, we talked about, you know, how you respond makes a difference. So some tips for that, um, for self-regulation is deep breathing, mindfulness, um, taking time out to cool off when tension arises, like they kind of go hand in hand if you are aware of yourself and when you feel yourself shifting that's when you need to change something and either in your position if you're standing up maybe you need to sit down if you're sitting down maybe you need to stand up and walk away um you know try not to be rude about it. just say give me a minute sometimes people are not respectful of those tools either and so you have to make a a choice to say, if this is getting too far, I need to remove myself from the situation. If you can't handle it, that is up to you. Nobody right. can stop you from removing yourself from a situation. If you choose to stay and engage, then yeah. it's on you.
0: And sometimes you got to send people a hint. Like, if mm-hmm. you can't quite get the words out. I know when I first had to, like, start self-regulating in my relationship, I would be, I would do one of these. <sighs> <laughs> like, he could see. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just, to do, just taking a breath so he can see like oh wait hold on like she's i'm saying something that is obviously starting to cause her to be like tense yeah i would just be like okay let me just take a breath like yeah you know so that he can visually see i'm about to lit this all fire <laughs> hold up sir hold it up sir Okay. Right. Cause I do feel like deep breathing is a very underestimated like tool. technique. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a tool that's very underestimated. Some people just, oh, just take a breath. But when you really take a deep breath or you yeah. really take like even just five to ten breaths, yeah, it's really a game changer.
1: It does. And then like I don't know if you guys um
0: what is this on my watch?
1: But um, yeah, on your Apple Watch, it'll remind you of you know mindfulness, and when it says take time for mindfulness, it'll tell you know take five deep breaths, whatever you're feeling right now, and it'll give you like instructions on what to do to like regulate yourself. And I don't know if the watch does it when it feels you getting anxious or tense. Oh
0: your um, heart rate or your heart
1: rate goes up, rate goes up yeah. it'll say practice mindfulness mm-hmm. and um it's just a minute and of deep breathing mm-hmm. and it shows you like this little like image um on your watch and it really do help because i have used it before
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't wear i rarely wear a watch so
1: yeah i have definitely used it um another element is empathy we talked about this before when we were yeah. talking about the couples like I mean, that's self-explanatory. When you are in a relationship, you need to be empathetic. You really do. Like, you need to feel what your partner is feeling and, you know, take it into consideration. And don't just brush it off and just be like, oh, whatever, that's how you feel. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with me. Actually, it does.
0: Like, actually, it has a lot to do with you. And I feel like on Love is Blind, Brittany really showed she had, even though he was having really bad, Self awareness, even though he was totally gaslighting her. Yeah, he had no empathy at all, and she, she did still such, did. Yeah, she still had empathy for him.
1: She validated his feelings. Yeah. She heard him out. Yeah,
0: even though he did none of that no. back to her. I I can't imagine where he is watching that right now because to look that bad on screen where you didn't show somebody any empathy is just wild. But also, empathy is understanding that like you might communicate with someone. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to be aware that they can't quite see it how you, you see, see it. it. Like yeah. you have an experience that maybe you've experienced more in an area, mm-hmm. or maybe you have um, just experienced more. Yeah, it, that they can't quite see. Right, you know what I'm saying, or they're in a place where they can't see it. Yeah, and so it's like even though you can lead, they say even though you can lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink it. Right. So it's kind of giving that person the space to say like, you know,
1: it, even if you don't get like, it, even if you don't understand, yeah. you still have to give them that space to go through their process yeah. and be there for them. Like, we're not always going to understand like where our partner is coming from right? because uh, we, you know, we've lived different lives and our stories are different and you know, we are ever changing. We're always constantly growing. There's things that we are still working on healing from the past and things like that. And so in any given situation, a person can, there goes that word again, be triggered. And you need to be empathetic to what they're going through, especially if you know their story. Like I never understand people who condemn people for having certain reactions to certain things where you know the trauma that they've been through and you know that they're still working through that trauma like if you were in that situation you would want somebody to give you grace you would want for somebody to be empathetic towards you and try to see your point of view and where you're coming from so you have to extend that same grace to the people in your life that you love and care about you know
0: You know, I think the hardest time to have empathy is when you're having a tough conversation with someone and they're saying things to you that you really don't want to hear. Yeah. Or they're saying something to you that you don't quite see it that way. Yeah. And you have to instantly ask yourself, like, am I being defensive Mm -hmm. or, you know... Or am I just not like a lack
1: understanding. Of understanding? Yeah, I'm yeah. having
0: a lack of understanding. Yeah, and just giving the sympathy, giving the situation empathy because even though they may be saying something that you don't agree with, or something that hurts your feelings, or something that's about you and how they feel about you, mm-hmm. you still have to give them empathy in a sense of what you're saying is true for you, and I can't invalidate how you
1: feel. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just because I don't agree doesn't. It- you know, invalidate your feelings and it's okay to ask questions. A way to understand someone better is to just ask questions. You know, sometimes people are not open to questions and you know, everybody's partner is different, but I always would say, if you don't understand something, ask questions Mm -hmm. and you know, not where it's like, Badgering them, yeah. but just like to gain understanding, like, yeah. you know, if they're like, you know, do you feel me? It's like, I don't be just because I really don't understand like where you're coming from. Can you go a little bit in depth about this part? Yeah. Or I really do want to understand you, but I'm just having a hard time understanding. Can you paint the picture for me? Right. You know, and it, hopefully they're willing to do that for you because sometimes people just need the space to know that it's okay to do that right. or just to know that you even care. Right. Because if you just so deep in the argument, it seems like that you don't care. So why would they go more in depth about how they feel, especially a man? Right. Like, it's already pulling teeth to get a man to express, like, how they feel. So if you're in a space where you really want to understand that man, you got to bring it back a little bit. Bring it back. <laughs> Try to empathize. Tone it down. Like, because, you know, when you get in the heat in a moment and voices are raised and, like, you know, nobody's it's nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Not at all. And if you really want to get down to the root of it, you need to gain understanding. Like, you need to get up into that mind of his and (laughs) and see what's going on up there. And you're not going to get there. He's going to shut down.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes you think that um, when you ask questions, you'll be able to kind of find out like, oh, wait, I was. I thought I was trying to help you. I thought I was trying to do something. They're like, I don't like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I was just doing that because I thought
1: and you know we get in yeah. trouble when we start making suggestions that they didn't ask for because yeah. they feel like you disregard how they feel, like right. you're not listening to what I'm telling you. You just trying to you just trying to tell me what you think is better. Right. And you know, because we do be knowing better sometimes, yes. but what we what we said was right. <laughs> exactly. But you know, effective communication is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think that's the hardest thing for people because like how do you effectively communicate? Like it looks different for everybody. It
0: really does look different for everybody. I feel like that is really something that comes along with learning a person. Yeah. Like you really have to learn your person. Yeah. You really have to understand like how they communicate and they have to learn how you communicate. Yeah. And how you prefer to communicate. Yeah. And meeting in the middle. Like it's a lot.
1: But some tips that you can do is just to be clear. Yeah. Be honest. Honest. And be respectful. If you can be clear, honest, and respectful, you'll have a better chance at having a good conversation right. than, like we said before, like being defensive and just trying to get your point across or just trying to make sure you're heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's hard to be honest sometimes because you, you know, you may not want to hurt that person's feelings or whatever, but listen, if we are already here, we down to the nitty gritty and it's like up or down, just be honest and be clear. Like, don't be vague about it. Say what you mean. and mean, what you say. I know that's hard for a lot of people though.
0: It really is. It is hard for a lot of people because you realize that you could say something that could just, if that person's not ready to hear it, yeah, it could blow up in your face. Yeah. But um, at some point, and you know what? Another way to effectively communicate is sometimes you just need to, like you said, journal or to write and like, I know there's been times where I had I struggled to effectively communicate mm-hmm. and I just kind of had to put it in written form. Like mm. I could write it better than I could same, say. It.
1: Same, same. Yeah.
0: And my husband hates that. And he's like, and you just tell me? I'm like, I can't quiet. And he just digest it. My
1: like, husband and I used to text. Yeah. Like we would literally like, I would go to the car. Yeah. <laughs> <and laughs> he'd like, be like, let me just say. Because text. it
0: takes off the, the tone.
1: It does. Well, in some situations it can...
0: Enhance Enhance. Enhance the tone. Yeah, because they don't hear the tone.
1: But if it's like we're if we were in the heat of a argument or a conversation and we weren't getting anywhere, it's like let me just get all my thoughts out, and then you read my thoughts and then you respond. That way, I'm not like listening to you and trying to get a response and then i'm like dang i'm gonna forget what i'm gonna say so then i'm not even listening to you anymore yeah. Yeah. so sometimes like taking a step back and writing does help depending on the people like you have to figure out like what tools work for you also taking ownership like using i statements like mm-hmm. i feel this like instead of saying like you hurt me when you said that you can say one. that's a good one i feel like this way when these things happen, reflecting on whatever the conversation was or whatever the scenario was, yeah. like just kind of like taking ownership of your own feelings and then giving there the opportunity to do the same, like, you know, back.
0: Yeah. Ownership is a big one. And also like a big game changer in a conversation when communicating is to own up to your own stuff fast. Yeah. Like <laughs> owning up to your own stuff quick, like don't let it have to trickle down to owning up to your own stuff. Like, just starting off with, like, I understand I was in a bad mood. I just, you know, and I know it could have came off like this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But just owning up that, you know, acknowledging that you played a part. Yes. Is a big game changer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it allows the other person to open up and be open about how they feel and be able to acknowledge their wrongs as well. Like, where yeah. did they mess up?
1: You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, really quickly, cause we're running out of time, but the last two are building connections. So that's just like building intimacy, yeah. spending time. Um, like we've been talking about the whole like theme of this thing is just kind of like really building that connection and building time, um, and just taking time to understand one another. Um, but building that deeper connection just helps with your relationship overall and helps you just to emotionally connect yeah. um so making sure that you are not because i feel like a lot of times with the hustle and bustle of life couples just don't spend we talked about this in the last episode yeah. like couples just don't spend time with each other yeah. and you miss each other because the only time you communicate isn't an argument because something went wrong right. like you know and you're not taking the time to share the plan of what's happening. You're moving in your own pace. He's moving in his own pace. And then when you have to come together because it's something about the kids or about the household, you clash because you've been moving your own way this whole time. Right. You gotta build that connection with one another, with one another, and really like be in tune and locked in.
0: Very locked in. Um, something that I use to stay locked in is when we have those conversations at the end of the night, uh-huh. I just stare deep into his soul <laughs> <laughs> because you think about how much eye connect eye, oh, contact, eye contact is you everything. Have the day. Yeah. You're, you're moving, you're helping with the kids, you're making dinner. You don't have that much eye contact. Yeah. Anymore. So when we sit there and talk, I just be zoned into yes. his eyes. Like I just lock into his eyes and I don't move.
1: And you see that a lot as a, a tool that they use when ever, like, I watch, like, a lot of those little couple shows. Yeah. They have them, like, basically sit in each other's lap and mm-hmm. stare in each other's eyes for five minutes. Yeah. Or, like, hold put your hand on each other's heart so you can hear your heartbeat. Like, those things to deepen that, like, yeah. connection to just be in tune with each other. Yeah. And, like she said, just locking in your and eyes. Right. Boom. Oh, my God. If you are struggling with intimacy in your relationship, try that. Just
0: lock in. When they're just talking. You just
1: Boom. and it may start off rough where it's like you may have anger you may be looking at them like you know whatever you're upset about them but the longer you look then you might you know it's, it's, it's I don't
0: know what it is it's a spiritual thing thing it is a spiritual thing yeah once you lock in and then <laughs> once you lock in they just be talking, 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 but talk, 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 just be spilling everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything. And then when someone in any conversation or relationship, when you feel like you're being heard.
0: Yeah. It, it makes such a big difference because a lot, 10 times out of 10, they have something that they really want to tell you. Yeah. Or you have something that you really want to tell them. Yeah. So if you see that your partner is locked in and listening, like at 110%, it's like, Oh, I'm being heard. Like, yeah. even if there's a chance where there's some misunderstanding, mm-hmm. you know, you're being heard. Yep. You know, you're at least being heard by the person.
1: Absolutely. And just to wrap this up, some key things that you can do just all in all is practice patience and forgiveness. Oh yeah. In any relationship, we need to be patient with each other and we need to forgive because nobody is perfect. Nobody. Rome wasn't built in today. So it's going to take work. It's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take time. But when you are looking to really lock in with your partner and understand them better and want to build that connectivity and like that intimacy, emotional intelligence is what is going to get you there. Mm -hmm. And it has so many components, like the ones we went over today, um, we'll have them listed in the uh, show notes that you guys can like go over, you know, um, if you want to go back and look and reflect, but like being patient with yourself, being patient with your partner, goes a long way.
0: Such
1: a long way. And understanding that they're not perfect because you're not perfect. Yeah. And, you know, giving each other grace. And this is for a a healthy, growing relationship. If you're in a relationship that is just completely toxic and you shouldn't be there in the first place, none of this is going to matter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why Brittany had to get out. (laughs) We are not telling
1: you to go and take these tools to somebody who is just, like, not there. Not at all. Like there's a lot of steps that you have to get to first before you get there. If a person is not even willing to have a reasonable conversation with you, right? We are not doctors. We are not therapists. Mm -hmm. We are these are our opinions.
0: Yes, we're just experienced wise.
1: Exactly, (laughs) and these are some things that we have learned along the way that have helped us. That we're still learning. Like Nicole said earlier, this is like ever-going conversation it's like a this journey. is it's a journey and each day you just work towards building and being a better person mm-hmm. and when you are striving to be a better person within yourself you're a better person to everyone around you including your your spouse yeah. your partner your children your parents your community uh, working with them teachers yes you know um and it starts to reflect on your children so we hope that you guys learned something today. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We will be tuned into Love is Blind this evening. And yes. so we will have more to say. You guys know, if you, you're you not new here, you know we talk about Love is Blind every season. That is our show. Because <laughs> we love talking about love and relationships. And this is a, like I said earlier, like couples like this is just a good case study. It really is. Um, you get to see
0: it so like loud and clear. Yeah
1: yes yeah, so keep watching um thank you guys so much for being here share with a friend listen to it as many times as you like we are available on youtube as well spotify apple podcast so make sure you guys are following us at somebody's mama podcast everywhere and on instagram at somebody's mama pod and we will see you guys in the next one bye <laughs>